When you feel your voice is not being heard, please consider calling the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflection. The show wants to be the vehicle you can use to express your opinion or get your issue out to a larger audience. We're living in a time that we can no longer allow others to speak on our behalf. If you wish to be a guest on the show and discuss on the show what's important to you, call James T. Deshay at 407-394-9819. Your issue or focus can be placed on the calendar. The show is live seven days a week. We can no longer reside in the shadow of life. It's imperative that we're on top of the issues that impact our lives now and in the future. But Lori says her son, who has a mental state of a nine-year-old, has trouble communicating when he's upset. She wants to know why this officer... USI never had it so good 101.1 radio The best R&B and hip-hop music The quiet storm every Friday and Saturday Talk radio with the best host in the biz Sports talk radio every weekend night with Princess Cooper Never had it so good radio now on 101.1 And it's 24-7 The world's best radio station In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. When you feel your voice is not being heard... You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to... Can't let this thing called up get away from you Feel free right now, go do what you wanna do Can't let nobody take it away from you, from me, from we No time for moping around, are you kidding? And no time for negative vibes, cause I'm winning It's been a long week, I put in my heart in When I'm walking past the mirror, mirror. Don't stress through the night at a time But my life ain't sorry about if you feel it Got my head on straight, I got my vibe right I ain't gonna let you kill it
So I must say clapping. Gotta keep it high, keep it together. If I want to get better, we are going to bizarre 
Here this man is was uh, in jail uh, in a foreign country for years, refused to be released uh, until his other soldiers were released, uh, dealt with the fact that his arm was disfigured, and and he had the likes of uh, Donald Trump suggesting that he wasn't a war hero because he got shot down. I, I just don't understand America and how we are allowed ourselves to get in this mess. Uh, that in, in and of itself should have been enough to disqualify Donald Trump, that he had the nerve to make the kind of statements he made against the likes of uh, John McClain. So I just want to just take my hat off to him and tell his family how much I truly appreciate him. Uh, This man, again, nearly gave his life uh, to service, and now he is uh, deciding to no longer have treatment for his his brain cancer, knowing that more than likely he will be succumbed to this very soon. America needs to start questioning who we are inspired by and who we allow to to be the leadership in our country. Uh, You know, it wasn't that I didn't like John McClain, but certainly I thought that Barack Obama would would serve us better, and he did. Um, I think John McClain made a... Senator John McClain made a bad mistake when he um, selected Sarah Palin uh, because she was just way over her head in terms of being uh, the vice president. And uh, if he would have died earlier, she would have been the president, and that just would have been awful. That would have been worse than what we we have right now. Uh, So, you know, but I just think that when a person disrespects a veteran and a veteran that is the likes of John McCain and we still elect him president. It shows a little bit about who we are and we need to ask ourselves, you know, who we are as Americans and what does being American truly represent? Because right now we, we don't look good. We don't look good uh, to the world. Uh, We look like a, a country full of, uh, unacceptables, deplorables, uh, because of the way that we have been behaving and how we allow someone to take control of our country to this extent. Uh, Cheryl, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing great, and what about you? I'm doing fine. Things are getting much, much better, and I'll contact you uh, later so we can have a conversation and let you know exactly uh where I am, but Cheryl, um, I won't, I'm talking today about John McClain, uh, Senator McClain, uh, because he is decided to forego his treatments and uh, not knowing exactly how much more time he had. Um, but it said, you know, I was just talking about how it says a lot about who we are when we allow people to disrespect our um, our veterans. And especially those who were captured and had to uh, deal with being uh, behind enemy lines, uh, you know, and, and being uh, treated unfairly and being tortured. And then you had the likes of Donald Trump saying that this man was wasn't a hero. He likes heroes that don't get captured, as though they got. Uh, they got an option. You know what I'm saying? I know, I'm sure if John McClane didn't want to be captured or could have kept from being captured, he would have. Uh, it is just not being captured means that you got the luck of the draw. But it is amazing that we allowed um, Donald Trump to talk about the people that we should care about in such an awful way and he not get penalized. Somebody who dodged the, the draft five times with excuses and uh yet um but this is this is about honoring the fact and letting people know that we can respect people in the GOP but only when they stand up and be counted 
And certainly John McCain has been one of those people who stood up and was counted and who, before he became uh, part of the Congress, uh, served in the military and served and dealt with some things that uh, nobody else uh, really understands but him and others who are veterans. Um, so we we just trying to understand where we are right now as Americans and how people look at us. And this saga that's going on really doesn't fare well for people thinking that we we are decent and intelligent people right now. You know, as I um, read over the article, that can go two different ways. Now, that's how I first looked at it when I first saw it. And that's because of my thinking. Um, it can go where he wanted to discontinue the medication and found a more natural way of dealing with it. Or he could have discontinued the medication and just let um, whatever happened, happen. And no matter what happens, God is still in control. But um, when I say dealt with it in a different way, I've known people who had cancer and discontinued the treatment of the doctors, but found more natural ways to um to deal with it and overcame it. Um you know, I don't think anybody and I'm saying military should not be disrespected in any form or fashion. Um those who have served and those who have not served. Um because those who have not served and like myself cannot even begin to imagine what it does to a person, what it does to a person's mental state, um, the things, you know, the post-traumatic stress disorder that they have from dealing with those things. Um, my father and stepfather both were um, in the military, and I witnessed some of the things um, that my father um, did because of him being in the military. And when someone, and when I say especially the military, but no one at all should be disrespected in any kind of way. And, you know, who uh, is it of anybody to determine what is honorable in the military meaning, you know, because he was captured, you know, that in itself says, I mean, he didn't set out to be captured. This was not his intentions, but look where he stands today and look what he's overcome. And, you know, that's why I so applaud those that's in the military because we could not begin to imagine what they go through, what they've been through, and what they still deal with, because those things follow them, you know, on the rest of their lives. But, um, you know, it, it saddened me to to see that um, in a way, and I think that he meant it, is that, okay, you know, I'm just going to let everything take its course and um, and just let God have his way. But I would hope that he could have found a more natural way to, um, and not, you know, and I don't want to say give up because, you know, it takes more effort sometimes for somebody to, to move away from the treatment opposed to continuing it. And it may make them sleep all the time where they're not, you know, functioning in life. And they may say, well, what's the difference? Because if I'm asleep all the time and because of taking medication that would prolong my life, but I'm not nowhere enjoying my life, I'm not even a participant in my life, and then I would have to not take medication even to do something. And, you know, we on the um, 
we're on the outside looking in don't even know if that's the case because I know, you know, and just myself, when being sick, you're not letting people see that image. You know, you may participate in something very briefly, but then after that, you're going back to sleep. You're going to rest your body where you are more comfortable. So, um, you know, I just can't see anybody having anything bad to say about somebody that is so respected in that regard. And um, me not, I've never lived in Arizona, but being a senator, you know, the people there must have thought very highly of him to have reelected him and and he being in office as many times as he was. So, um, you know, we, we, we pretty much judge more than what we should, especially when we can get the most out of our own eyes before trying to get it out of someone else's. And, Cheryl, one of the things you said that, you know, being that I have never served in the military, I have to say that I was given the opportunity to go to college I was given the opportunity uh, to graduate from college and get a job and live a normal existence and be kept away from some of the craziness that exists in the world here at home, as well as the craziness that exists uh, in, in being in, in the battle, in the, in the war. And I wish Nate was here so he could talk about that. But just think about the fact that I've been teaching for 30 years. And I have to tell you, the majority of the young men who decide to go to the military at 17 and 18 years of age, right after high school, are not prepared mentally or physically to deal with what it is they're about to, uh, to deal with or go through. And so you're right. None of these young men who make this decision uh, to go to the military deserves anybody, anything than anybody's respect uh, because they went through basic training. Uh, When they go overseas and they find themselves in harm's way, uh, they see things that young people shouldn't see. The truth is our young people are not strong enough mentally or physically to see the ugliness of life, but that's when we send them into the military. They're not, they don't wait till they're 25 or 30. They go in when they just become an adult. And for somebody who never wore the uniform or to disrespect a, a hero, it's just unbelievable. And we have to come to the to the understanding that our young people who volunteer to protect our country uh, should not ever receive uh, any back talk or disrespect from those who did nothing but pay taxes and take advantage of the system. And so my hat off is to John McCain and his family and what they're going through. And um, I don't, you like you say, we're on the outside looking in and we don't really know where he is or, or what, <clears throat> what this decision really, how this decision is really going to impact him and uh, what, what is going to be the outcome. But I just want to, while he's alive, tell him and his family how much we appreciate his service in the service and his service to our country as a, a political figure. And that I, it saddens me that in his last days or his last few years, he has had to deal with the likes of Donald Trump and this bad mouthing. And this man don't even have the decency to say he's sorry. And, um, you know, it, it is just shameful that America has put us in this position and that's one of the reasons why I'm saying 
uh, that we have to really evaluate who we are and how we want to allow others to see us uh, because right now we, we just don't look good as a country. You're absolutely correct. Um, you know, it's by no means that um, he should be disrespected, you know, at this time or any other time. And just like I said before, nobody who has served our country, especially if you're not willing to do it, you know, and um, and I would hope that there is something that honors him before um, before he gets to the point where um, you know this cancer has really taken over um, as far as you know his mind, his um, his knowing what's going on. And, you know, I have to, um, I pray for him and his family because they need just as much strength because they are witnessing what's going on. And a lot of times, you know, because we can't feel what the individual feels and we we feel helpless a lot of the times and not knowing what to do, it makes us just as um, weak and when I say that, I don't mean a weak-minded person, but more helpless. Um, you know, just don't know what to do, don't know what to say. So um, I do pray for their strength and um, strength and comfort for him as well because, you know, we don't know the amount of pain. We don't know what he's dealing with. And every case is different. Just because one person has had it does not mean that they are feeling or going through the exact same thing, you know. So we got to, you know, that's, and this is a, a case where we should begin to respect each other. And I understand it is very, very hard to respect somebody who put the next person down, you know, and to... um put them down as far as being in the military or just people as individuals or or women, but you got to understand the mind of that person and what we hear, what we see written, you know, those things. So we are dealing with somebody who doesn't, is not on the same level of thinking as many of us are. And it's a and it's a shame. Yeah, and and you're right. You know, it's hard for somebody who's had a golden spoon in their mouth all their life uh, to understand and appreciate somebody who wasn't about the dollar, uh, somebody who did something uh, that was purely out of dedication and service. And see, so they, you know, there are people in our world. Who have no i no no sense of commitment or dedication or service to their country, service to their community, uh, service to anybody other than themselves. They always put themselves first, and it, it is a sad day when that kind of person has been given control of our country, and uh, that all they've done all their life was go through life exploiting people. And so, you know, we want to give praise to to Senator McClain because he all his life has given service, service to his country in the military and service to his country as an elected official and wanted the very best for us. And we need to, those are the kind of people we need to praise. You know, sometimes we suggest that uh people who who are in politics have done nothing, uh, but uh, somebody like John McCain has um, committed itself to wanting to keep the ideas of being an American uh, free. And he, for the most part, uh, though he may have tripped a few uh, one time, he has been a good family man, and uh, you know, committed to his family. And you don't see. Any uh, other than the one, you know, one issue where he he 
got a divorce and remarried. And, uh, but that's that's life. Uh, but certainly that's not. Uh, he didn't have a pattern of w- exploiting women or uh, de- or taking advantage of women like our present president. And we have to recognize that, you know, if we're going to respect women to the level that we're supposed to, and we're all supposed to be equal, uh, then we need to gov- be governed by people who are willing to do that. Uh, and surely uh, uh, Barack Obama was a, a decent man and a good man, and he had respect for women. He didn't have a history of exploiting women or, and, and using women and, uh, and making payoffs. And neither did John McClain. And that's at some point we have to get back to uh, recognizing and um, holding high in self-esteem those people who do the right thing. Uh, right now, we we it seems like we're morally corrupted and where we accept all kind of bad behavior out of our leadership. And until we find, uh, you know, until we get ourselves corrected or upright, our ship corrected. Um, we, we in for a long reckoning, reckoning and just people going to look at us as, as uh, just immoral and corrupted. And, you know, um, this has opened the door for those who are, uh, are things on the same line of our president, what they see put out is something that they also have been putting out as well. So, you know, and that's not good. But to me, you're not putting out anything on the outside that have not been deep down inside of you. Your thinking, your behavior, you know, you're more open with it. Um, You think it's more acceptable. And, um, you know, we do have a lot of people who who do respect, um, you know, individuals who have done things. But, you know, we have to respect all because at one time, and I'm not saying, you know, we continue, um, it's hard to respect somebody who continuously do the same thing over and over that is morally wrong or believe that they are above anybody and everybody else. But um, what's wrong with respecting women? What's wrong with respecting individuals? What's wrong with just keeping your mouth closed if you don't have anything nice to say about women or to say about um, somebody, you know, personally? And when I say that, um, sometimes we may talk facts, to be able to um, express ourselves, saying that this is a fact and we are given example of it. But to just to blatantly talk about somebody for no reason at all or disregard a group of individuals for no reason at all, you know, but like I said, and we've said many times before, this is the time of exposure, and all of this is really being exposed out here and giving us the opportunity to know who is who, what we're dealing with, and helping us better to say, oh, now I see where they actually are coming from. So this has put a whole twist on a lot of things that, um, that we are dealing with in our everyday life. So, you know, we got to be, we can't allow, and um, I can't remember who said it, but we can't allow the distractions to distract us because these many distractions will definitely distract us. And right now, um, McCain does not need any distractions whatsoever. He needs to concentrate on being the best that he could right now without any bad remarks or anything, um, you know, at all right now. So, And I do remember him making the statement that he did not want Donald Trump at his funeral. So um, 
and that says a lot. That you know, for you to feel that way about a person, um, man, that to me that that negativity that he received that also works on you because they become toxics in your body, and nobody don't need that. Nobody need toxics or uh, going through toxics especially when they're dealing with any kind of sickness, diseases, or anything else. The truth is is that white America has allowed a cancer into our government and that they chose. There's some people out there who went along with the program who are decent people, uh, but they're also a segment of the population that wanted to return to a time uh, that was historically uh, not favorable for people of color. And so, you know, now, you know, we had uh, McLean, who was a stand-up guy, you know, who refused to allow uh, a, a vote to go through because he knew that it was just not the right thing to do. I don't know if he loved Obamacare so much or he just, was were willing to sacrifice uh, his vote to make sure that what Donald Trump wanted uh, didn't get passed. And so, you know, he, he, to me, that stand up when you when somebody punches you in the nose, uh, you don't bow down and do what it is that they want you to do. You do what you know is right and favorable. And he side he sided with the Democratic Party. And uh, I respect him for that. And uh, the truth is, is that there's, there's not enough people in the GOP to stand up and be counted. Uh, and they've been going along with this tyrant. And I think at some point it's going to cost them. At some point, I believe good will always conquer evil. And that that these people are going to uh, be exact a punishment unlike they ever thought before, because they weren't willing to stand up and be counted. And those guys who quit and decided, hey, look, I'm not going to even run for office anymore. If these are the kind of people that you want uh, to be in leadership, uh, then I don't want to be a part of this. And it's sad that um, that he, uh, Senator McClain, had to be even thinking about saying publicly who he didn't want to come to his funeral and wasting his valuable lifetime with that kind of foolishness. And you're right, that kind of bad spirit and cancer shouldn't be the kind of things you're thinking about as you go through this process. And uh, all we're trying to do is get through this thing and do and be the best uh, we can be in life. And then you run across the likes of Donald Trump who who just spends his life talking about people. You know, uh, I can be angry with you and I can uh, be upset with you and I can be at odds with you, but I don't have to be to make statements that belittle you and make you the subhuman. And this is what Donald Trump is all about. He is about um, disrespecting humans uh, because somehow he thinks he is God's gift to the world. And uh, it's sad that we, our world, our society has elected to put him in that position and give him the power that he's been given uh, these last couple of months. But one of the things you got to look at as we go through this is he can't have any peace. Uh, Every morning he wakes up, he is at odds with what's going on, and this stuff is not going to stop. And those people he talked about, you know, are going to get the last laugh. Uh, I really hope uh, that um, Senator McClain is 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 able to stay here long enough to see the demise of Donald Trump. Yeah, and I, I just really don't want um, that to be a focus you know, with him, with all that he's dealing with right now. And evidently he had to been thinking about it based upon the fact of the comment that he made as far as 
you know, his funeral. But um, that is nothing to um, that somebody that is sick, or even somebody as well that wants to deal with, or should even have to deal with it. And I don't know. I, I'm thinking that, and it seems as though that even his wife is getting kind of fed up with some of the, you know, the comments, the bad um, comments and bad decisions that he's making. So hopefully she can stand her ground and make it known more publicly. And I know you don't want to, you know, show division in the White House because that's not good either. But because of so much that's going on with him, I mean, the White House is demonstrating a whole lot of things that um, that should not be um, demonstrated. And, I mean, we got so much bad corruption that's coming out of it, um, just like the trials and the indictments and all of these other things that's going on right now. I mean, this is a lot, and that's why we got to keep focused on what we can do at our level because um, at the top, I mean, we just got too much going on. And if we we continue to to watch him and to focus on him all the time, we're going to miss out again. We're going to be caught sleeping again and not doing what we need to be doing on our own level that will make the difference. Um you know, when it's time to um, vote. Yeah, we do have to recognize uh, that our vote is really important, and we can't just give it away um, in a way that doesn't make sense. And uh, a lot of people did this time, and we really, we can't sit on the sideline and think that these are years that we've lost. These are two years that we could have had that was productive and that had a lot more meaning to it. And I, you know, I don't know if what, you know, we always talk about there's a reason for things and, and maybe this is something we had to go through uh, so that once we get through the other side, that things are better. And uh, maybe we'll look at each other and care for each other a lot better when, after we've uh, experienced this, uh, but it is just so- sad that that we have so many people who don't appreciate just being human beings. Sure, one of the things, I can be pro-black, and I can celebrate being black, and I can celebrate those people who do great things who are, happen to be black. But that does not mean that I don't celebrate people like uh, John McClane, that I can celebrate people who are white just as much. And uh, that I want to see all Americans uh, be good Americans, not just uh, find myself in a situation where uh, all I want to do is is talk about being black. Sometimes I just want to talk about being American, you know, going to a good restaurant, going to a good game, seeing uh, all athletes perform well. And uh, this man has created a division in us uh, because he wants to put us at odds with each other. But most good Americans of all colors are are not looking to live that kind of experience. Uh, You know, if you're out there hurting, uh, then I want to try to give you some relief. Uh, I don't want to uh, create an environment for you to have life even worse. Uh, but these, this seems to be what this man is all about, that he's only committed to the people in, who are willing to to say and nice things about him. Uh, but there's more, than, more to life than Donald Trump, and we all need to recognize that. And we all need to recognize that um, we have a place here in this society. I was telling somebody yesterday that, if if somebody challenges me about being in a certain place at a certain time, when I know that that's where I deserve to be and I pay the right to be there, uh, they're not going to get a favorable response from me. And it's hard for me, after going through all that I've gone through, 
and uh, being in the position that I'm in uh, to accept people not respecting me as a human being. And I don't need you to respect me as an African-American, but respect me because I'm a human being that I breathe and live this air that my creator gave me. And wherever I am, I deserve to be there. So I understand the pain that people feel when they're somewhere where they have a right to be and somebody challenges that, you know? And so this is what uh, Donald Trump has given us as Americans right now. Well, you know, he cannot place the value that we place on our own selves. And because I don't look at myself in a way that he may talk about me being among the um, black race, then he's not talking to me. And I believe that everybody should feel that way. If we can ignore him more than we can, and I mean the media has a lot to do with it, because between the media promoting the Twitter and him tweeting all the time about so much of negative stuff, it just stays um, in the forefront of our minds. But if we can begin to think about, you know, who we are and what we want out of life, and if that's not what we want and want to be a part of in life, that we can push and be strongly different, meaning that we can ignore those comments, ignore all of those things, and continue being the best we that we possibly can be. And that means every one of all races, because, you know, you were saying about he want us to, begin, you know, to, to hate each other or to harm each other. But if we stop doing it among ourselves, Others don't have to look at and call that out as what they see. And that's not a large amount of us either. So, and that's probably within every race that there is. And understand that we all, all are God's children. And no one is no better than the next person. We're going to all think on different levels. We're going to all achieve on different levels. Levels, we're going to all strive on different levels. So we can't put the next person down um, because of who we are. And like I say, if you know who you are and whom you are, then anything that anybody tell you or say to you, it would not even matter because that would not even be a thought. It would say that this person is ignorant because they really don't know who I am. Yeah, it is. It, and it hurts uh, to recognize that all this time that we, you know, I'm 58 years old and I really thought two years, uh, actually uh, eight, more than eight years ago that we had turned the corner uh, that we could really coexist with white America and not feel the, it was about color anymore. And maybe I hope that it's not too much to ask, or maybe it's just, a, it's going to always be a segment of people who that, that is what it, it, what the world is like. But I know that I'm not like that. I know that um, I might be pro black, but I'm not prejudiced. Uh, and I don't look for there to be harm uh, to anyone. I don't even want the people to be harmed who are uh, just white supremacists. I mean, they're still God's children, but they're misled and they're blind to the reality of being a human being. And we all know that who are Christians, that we talk about the fact that they're people that just can't see. Uh, Donald Trump is blind. No matter how much money he has, he's still just blind to the reality of being decent. Uh, you know, when you call a woman uh, a dog on national TV or, or you just talk about people as being a low life, you, you know, you you just oblivious to what being a human being is. 
uh, that the majority of us would not talk to one another in those instances. Uh, you know, you have people who are poor, but you don't go acting like somehow because you got money, you got you can eat every day and you don't have to worry about that, that somehow they, they're less than you. They did, They still deserve respect because they're human. They're God's children. And he tells us the way you treat the least of these, that's how you treat me. And so obviously Donald Trump doesn't know the word, despite the fact he suggested he's a Christian. He, he doesn't know the word. He's blind to the reality of how you're supposed to treat people. Well, only thing I said is every everything that he may have thought is good will definitely come to an end. And this this too shall pass. All of this that um that he have going on, all of the chaos, all of you know, the mess, all of this is gonna be exposed and it will pass by and it will only be just a memory at some point, and it's coming, you know, it definitely is, because it can't stay this way always. I mean, we are to the point where, you know, we are waking up, we are making changes, things are happening, you know, people are realizing that um, that I'm not going to be called no anything anymore, and showing respect, and that's what we have to do. We have to, you know, my motto always has been, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. So that's right. why I say who I am, speak for who I am. Um, I don't have to tell you who I am for you to know who I am. What I do, how I carry myself, the things that I do, those are the things that tell you who I am. And that's with him, anybody else. You know, you don't have to be saying nothing to really be saying something. And it says right. a lot to you, even when you're not even talking. And then when you add talking to it, it just makes it even worse. Because, you know, we say when they tell you who they are, believe them. Don't try to make excuses that that's not who they are. That's who they are. Now... Say, can they change? Everybody, it's a possibility of changing. But who they are and their actions right now is what we see. You know, we we look at each other like that. They've proven themselves to be such and such. They act like, you know, the things that they do, um, and we clearly see that. So why we can't clearly see the negative actions and the things that say it about who we are? And like I said, you know, in some areas, you know, many of us are waking up to to it, meaning that we are now starting put, to put things in perspective, understanding that this is another thing to keep us riled up, and we don't have to be. So we can always be doing something else to make right. a difference. We're going to take a short break, and we're going to come back and let every, let you have a final word. Uh, it's interesting. Yesterday, Kathy and I uh, did the majority of the show, and now, uh, Cheryl, you and I are doing it. And uh, sometimes that happens, you know, because people get busy. Uh, but it is so nice to talk to you because you bring so much to the table in terms of understanding and being a human, being a human being, and what it is to live a life of service and be uh, of of humble. And uh, But so many people don't know what those things mean. We're going to come back and, and allow Cheryl and myself to have a final word. We got it together, didn't we? We've definitely got our thing together, don't we? Isn't that nice? I mean, really, when you really sit and think about it, isn't it really, really nice? I can easily feel myself slipping more and more away into that super world of my own. 
nobody but you and me. We've got it together, baby. of the world to take my rightful place among the stars, the woman that does not use the traditional roadmap to a given place, but create my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those yet to dream to greatness. I am the mother of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth, igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. 
I am this woman that ascends the expectation of the world to take my rightful place among the stars. The woman who does not use the traditional roadmaps to a given place, but creates my own destination. I am this woman that maintains her intrinsic beauty in ways not determined by others' thoughts, but by my own sense of uniqueness, my own desire of sexiness and allure. I am this woman designed by my creator to scale the height of the unbounded, allowing my talents to be seen by the masses while inspiring those to dream. I am the woman of the world, deserving the respect of all that walk under the gravity of the earth. Igniting the love that exists in all men while being the birthplace of the future. I am this woman. Love and Reflection. We're here seven days a week, Monday through Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear without interruption. We want you to be able to express yourself as clearly as possible and recognize that there are people out here that are willing to listen and pay attention. And we're just trying to make a mark uh, on this platform where people of color have a place to, to confront what is going on in America. Call 657-383-0309 so your voice can be heard loud and clear. Uh, Cheryl, what, what is your final thought this evening? Well, as always, a great show, great conversation. Um, my hat goes off to James, um, John McClain and um, all that he has done. Um, also, my prayers to, for him, for him and his family as well. Um, and to let this be where we see that we can truly respect each other and respect the things that they have done for us, respect the fact of we don't really know all that is going on with someone, and to know that we have our own situations without calling out um, other situations, and that we don't have to accept the negative comments of anyone about um, what they think of us. And to us, um, and like I always say, whatever we do, we can always do more. I just want to say, Cheryl, I thank you and all the others for your continued support. Uh, what you do uh, by calling in the show and sharing your opinion uh, is so important. Uh, we have to recognize that we can't let the world turn without us being a part of what is going on. And we, ha- we can only do that with letting our voices be heard and be an active part of our society. Uh, we have to be a positive force to let the world know that we want to have America be great, but great with us in it. And that's what it has to be. So Absolutely. thank you for continued support. And uh, I look forward to us just making sure that we don't turn our backs on what we know is the right thing to do uh, because people will continue to tell us this is what America thinks without asking us what we think. So take care, Cheryl. I'll see you, to, you tomorrow at 8, 8, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern time and know that you are appreciated and uh, respected because you take out the time uh, to call and talk and let your voice be heard. Take care. Thank you, and take care as well.
of your children And don't let them fall By the side of the road And teach them To love one another Jesus is love. 